Yeah, yeah, that's good. All right, is it recording on everyone's screen? Sweet. All right, welcome to the Ginger Podcast. We've got special guests here coming at you. Uh, we've got Joe Cross come. When, when did you come this year, Joe? You come. We compete together. Fourth, fourth in, and you come second, and you smash. You've had a good season, Stephen yeah. as well. You've got the fat boy sitting here, Stephen. He's had about four kebabs today. He's just added sixteen pounds of kebab meat onto his head. But we're all good. Um, all right, welcome to the show, you guys. How's everyone doing? What's going on? I'm all good, mate. Are you, uh, you going to kick off, Steve, or am I? Uh, I've, I've just had a push session. I'm uh, uh, cream, cream cracker, man. I'm, uh, I'm ready for some food. Clean food, yeah, just, none of your kebabs. I've just, I've just had some cream of rice with dark chocolate raspberries and chicken rice. And... I've done about 26 hours of security work this weekend, so I'm ready to fucking... Fucking hell. Do some proper gym shit tomorrow. Jesus Christ. That's fucking hardcore, that. All right, Joe, so um, obviously everyone's seen Stephen before and shouted his head off a few times on here. Um, Joe, uh, you know, uh, let people know, but uh, I'm fucking me words up here. I need to get me stuff up. But um, tell people about yourself, you know? Yeah. Let them know what's going on. I'll, I'll kind of run through um, a bit about prep this year, and kind of, so I mean, a lot of people do this as like a full-time job, the personal training, coaching, and things. But I'm actually a quantity surveyor, so I've got nothing to do with fucking coaching, online PT, and any of that stuff. So um, I, I don't do any of that side of things. I just compete in my own time. Um, I started off as a bit of a hobby man, and then. As everything, we get addicted to this shit, don't we? It's a, it's, it's an addictive sport. Um, so yeah, I mean, this year, so I started prep um, in about June time. So it was a long old prep, and I competed at the um, PCA Manchester qualifier, which I won. So that was in uh, September time. Um, so it was a long old prep. It was about sixteen weeks until the first show, and then I did the finals which I completely regret doing a qualifier that early because at the end of the day, I was seven weeks' time until the finals and oh. it was a yeah. long slog. I mean, I was in condition near enough at the final, um, at the Manchester qualifier, so to, to kind of walk around in contest condition for seven weeks, you can... Uh, is that what walk. happened? Is that, is that what happened? You literally just walked around just maintaining that look? Uh, well, I, from, yeah, from, from, from Manchester to the finals, I dropped like another four or five pounds. But other than that, we, we didn't push up. So yeah, it was literally a long slog. That that last five weeks, as you can imagine, it, yeah. Did your body adapt at all? Well, I guess it didn't because you lost. You wanted how long did you say you lost another four pound? Yeah, yeah. So we What's that in kilos? Uh, it's quite a bit, isn't it? Not a lot, really. No, like two two kilo. Oh, is it? Yeah, no. It's not. not okay. All right. Two pound is one kilo. Yeah, two points. Oh, is it something like that? So, so there's probably some absolute wizard out there that like, can do all the equations in his head off the top of his head. It's not, not a great deal. I need the old Google Translate for that. Um, yeah, fucking hell. We, we never pushed up. We never after Manchester. We never pushed up weight. I mean, I had, I had a little rebound, um, the food and whatnot, but then we just came straight back down. And yeah, it was mm-hmm. fucking painful getting in that that condition, man. <laughs> How did you find it going to work like every like, whole the whole time? Oh, any contest shape for that long? Yeah, li- literally. So I mean, for Manchester, I, I was kind of all right, and then after Manchester, I dropped that initial rebound period. It was hell. Like it was six weeks of fucking. I, 
Yeah, just even walking around, getting up the stairs, even training became a chore for me. The, the only really? time I actually had energy was was in the gym. And any other time, if I wasn't doing cardio or training, uh, I could literally sleep. Well, that's that's the whole point, though, isn't it? You, you like it all. I don't know what you diet work etc was like but that's the whole point you, that's when you want to be have your most amount of energy to get that benefit during that yeah, fucking time I think you're getting like a I think it's a subconscious sort of thing that you, your mind just switches on like as soon as you start doing a working set then I, I had energy for the rest of the session and the, and the second I got in my car I crashed again and and it was it's the crazy. same that's it. Yeah. It was the same in the morning I, I could get up get on the Stairmaster hour on the Stairmaster was fine and the second I got off it, yeah, that was it for the rest of the day. So, how many hours a week do you work, Joe, for your full-time job? Uh, 40 hours. It's just like it's, a... it's 40 hours a week. Eight hours, five days, five days a week. Yeah. Pretty standard. Um, you know, but like, in terms of how active is your job, what's like a, what's your sort of, go into this, because this is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Just um, so... go on. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, this is this is a fucking hard part because I'm a desk desk based. Ooh. So some people might say that's actually easier, but for me, my average step count in a day is like two, three thousand. I don't fucking hell, low as fuck. I literally do nothing. So for me, my cardio was like an hour of stairmaster every so you morning. You've got to make up for that. Doing that like seven hundred calorie sessions, and then post workout after yeah. like a two hour, well, an hour and a half to two hour session. I was then doing another at like half an hour, either on incline treadmill or stairmaster. So like by the time I was getting my post workout meal, I was taking blood sugar readings and I was like down to two point six and it's like dangerously low. I don't, I don't know if you know about that, but like yeah. I was hyper, like I was shaking, I was falling asleep driving home. Fuck it out. The last couple of weeks, man, yeah, like especially after legs and stuff like that. And that was that was even having you know, like 80 grams of carbs pre-workout from, like, cream of rice. And then I was still having about 40 grams intra um, in my shape. So you, you actually had intra I had intra carbs the whole through, way through prep, yeah. Fucking hell. So, um, how do you, what, what hours do you work? Is it 9-5? Your typical 9-5? Yeah, probably, yeah, like 8-5, something like that. 8 oh, fucking hell. 8-5, yeah. How so do, it, do you work in work Like, obviously, I know... Doing a normal job nine to five, a lot of work, a lot of like jobs won't let you have like two every a break to every two three hours. Like, do you have to cram them in in terms of all, all doing all your lunch time yeah, and stuff? I, start, I I just tell them short, man. <laughs> well, like, if you're on the desk, yeah. are you allowed yeah. that to get grab it as long as you're working? They're not bothered as long as the yeah, job get yeah. as long as you're hitting your in your performance review. As long as you're hitting those boxes. You can't really argue with people. I'm having me fucking food at me desk, cool. But look, I've worked harder than you this month, you fucking knob. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, literally, to be honest, like, there's the chill. As long as I get my work done, I've done my arse. So I, I just sit here at my desk. You know, I mean, you're not my fucking company policy and all that, but it is what it is. My, my, bo- my boss is kind of into the gym and stuff like that, so it, it doesn't even care. It, it's just with me. I've been, there, I've been at the same company since I was, like, 17, so I've been there, like, five years. Fucking hell. Uh, so, you know, in terms of that, yeah, I'm just, I'm pretty comfortable. I'll just tell them to piss off. <laughs> That's but, the thing. There's not much difference, really. Go on, Alan, Stephen. 
I was going to say, well, there's not much difference than you sitting there, you know, you, you, you sitting there waffing your meal in, then someone sitting there with a cup of tea and eating four hobnobs. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I, I mean, you're having the same calories. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the company policy part. Yeah, apart from having fucking turkey mints and green beans at Santa <laughs> every morning, and then I'm, uh, that was the only good meal. Every time I got my oats and whey pre-workout. Everyone would start going, mm. what's that smell? And I was like, because I just smash it with cinnamon. And everyone's like, I can, I can smell cinnamon. Yeah. Everyone on the floor. And it just like thunk the whole floor every day. Every day but I'm not asked. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, getting meals in and stuff wasn't wasn't too bad. It was just um, obviously getting in work at that time, getting to the gym. I mean, there was, alarm going was like half five. Stairmaster was like six or seven, bit of abs, then posing, get to the work eight, eight till five, and then it's like training six till, you know, like eight, and then more cardio, back home at nine, meals, bed, just a repetitive 20 weeks, honestly, it's, uh, yeah. 20 weeks, yeah. Yeah, man, it, yeah, it ended up being about 20 week prep, which is like the longest I've done. Last year, I, I rushed it a lot more, um, I hammered myself. Give myself black eyes. <laughs> um, you, what would you find the approach yeah. though? The longer, the longer prep to make like this, or did you prefer the smashing it down? Uh, I, I mean, a hundred percent, a longer prep, um, especially in terms of muscle retention, strength retention. I was miles stronger this year. Um, mm-hmm. It just allowed mm-hmm. me to keep, and obviously having the re- like last had year, a bit of yeah, last year I didn't have any refeeds, um, and I had to drop my carbs to literally like zero. I was practically yeah. zero, zero fat. I mean, this year the lowest I went on carbs was one fifty, whereas last year I never was able to um, like keep them that high. well. They're not high, but keep them even in that region. So, so it was, it was definitely yes. it was definitely better. But I just regret doing a qualifier that early. I would have rather done like something like London and then just rolled straight into the finals. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a that's what a lot of people sort of. I, I, that's what I think. There's a, a lot of people do compete early, but they don't do the finals because of that reason. You do see a few people a lot of, not around. Do you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like by the you know they say if you did an early show, yeah, like, yeah, wicked. By the time you, you've had that week that week of smashing fucking sausage rolls and cup, cupcakes down your fucking mouth, yeah. you're thinking, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, and you might as well put some size on. And then, yeah. you, and then you, and then you, and then you, then you, the, um, yeah, like I, I can, I can see that. But you know, I did that last year. That's um, a similar prep to your last year. Just sort of like had to grind myself down because I was just didn't give myself enough time. But do you know, I think if that's if that was setting the bar for you, do you know what I mean? It's all of a learning experience. So as long as you've, you, as long as you've had it bad, you, you know, it can only kind of get better from here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. It's- but the thing is, like, I was in good condition with Manchester, and I probably hit peak condition two weeks after that. Yeah. And, and from there, it was no matter how so much I pushed, there's only there's only so much you can kind of pull off, and then you kind of start to to regress because your fullness starts yeah. to go, and and you, you don't actually to look, you can keep pushing, you don't actually keep looking better. So it it comes to yeah. a point where yeah, it's just just hard because every week's fucking horrendously tough but you're not actually progressing mm-hmm. so it's like you still, what, you still what, look no. good at the finals though you still look stacked you, you're, you're very you're not not very tall are you how tall are you Joe? no I'm 5'6 
You're five six, so like I remember seeing at the finals being short, being stacked though, like like you do you know what I mean? Yeah, that I got a question, right? Go so on. you obviously did two finals last year and this year. Yeah. And in my personal opinion, I feel like you brought a better look to this year's finals, but obviously you placed fourth instead of second. Like yeah. what what kind of I want your opinion of of what you saw firsthand and I want you to kind of give me a bit of a reflection on terms of like what comparisons of last year to this year for yourself. Be um, brutal. Be brutal. Well, be brutally honest. Just because, my, just, just because my handsome face is here, you're not going to offend me. I've got an opinion on it, yeah. No, to be fair, like the, the first call-out this year was probably a higher standard, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the likes of... I mean, for me, the junior class was probably one of the standouts. When I look back at the pictures, I feel like any of us, even though we're juniors, we could have probably stepped in the classes and placed. Um, mm. Like the likes of, obviously, Lewis, Jay, um, Pierce, that came second. Like... Everyone, everyone like brought a, a very good package, but the thing, like when I came off stage, I just don't have the presence that them guys do. They've got like it was a bit like last year with Matty and um, Ryan. They're, they're just fucking tall guys that have got like forty pound on me, and I think I don't know what how tall Lewis is, but he must be probably six foot plus. Um, and and when you when you walk out on stage, it's hard to stand your ground. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to getting into the classes because. Yeah, I know it's not based on hype, but it's like putting a two-one-two person against an open class bodybuilder. It's like yeah. how it's compare it's comparing two different physiques and yeah, and measuring sticks. Na- yeah, naturally the judges you're just drawn to a bigger stage presence, aren't you? It's, if someone's tall, they've got a, they've got a bigger presence on stage. So, mm. um, I mean, feedback I got was you know I, I think I had the probably the best condition on stage out of anyone, um, especially from behind, but. Um, I, I just didn't mm. have like the level of muscle and presence. So, is what they that, said? Must, must, muscle. Yeah, you I need mean, more muscle. That's that's my plan. Now. I mean, I've, I've competed for three years on the bounce, so I'm gonna have a year off and actually have a decent, decent crack and have a good off season. Having a really good off season's like from first hand experience, it's fucking wicked. In like looking, as only now I've looked at photos because I've kept relatively lean of me when I started, and I think fucking hell. That's oh, not mate, bad, is it? I, I was saying to you the other day, like you, you have you've progressed so much this more this year than you ever have. And the other thing is, like, hey, in every off season, you start to reach peak strength, and then you start going back into a deficit. And it's like if you give your if if in the past off seasons I had like another six months to keep progressing that strength, then my strength would rock it. But by the time we reach peak strength again. I'm back to a deficit, and then my strength oh, starts like holding or declining. Yeah, yeah. I get that. That's quite strong as well, aren't you? I saw you saw you lifting like some fucking shifting a bit of weight. Yeah, yeah. I've always been pretty strong to be fair. But it shows in your physique, though, like that sort of. You got really dense muscles. Yeah, yeah. That sort of like muscle. angry look to it. Very quality, a quality tissue. You can tell that your tissue's matured. You've got a very like very matured grainy look to your skin uh, and like when you diet down you you almost look like you've been training for 12 or 13 years what was what was the what was the difference so, touching up on the difference between last year and this year what was um was there any standout moments that were better or worse 
as in, like, uh, you know, as in competing with those with the juniors. Do you think that it makes any fucking sense? I don't know what I just asked. Yeah, I bet you're not a just asking. No, no, no. So, like, as in, what was it, what, what was it like competing against them, competing against us? Was it, do you know what I mean? By that. So, like, did it feel any different or did it feel like... In did you feel... Did you, also, like, you come in and you come... Um, you came second. You come second last year, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So, you come second and you sort of... Um, with the placings, did you feel any different? Well, obviously, yeah, I mean... It's did you feel, hard. like, fucking a bit like... Or a bit, like, shadowed by them, even though you'd battled it out with two sort of big geezers before? Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, like, I was very confident when I came out on stage. But then, obviously, when you don't start getting called into centre, then your confidence starts to go. So, by the, by the time we've done the comparisons... Obviously, Lewis, well, Lewis, Jay and Pierce were, were kept in the top three. Yeah. And, uh, me and Dan were on the side, so it was like, I, I knew from the off that I, I, I wouldn't be placing in the top three. And it's just kind of hard to take when you've, you know, grafted your ass off for a year. And then, you I mean, my stage weight difference was probably about eight pounds. So, put on a decent amount of muscle um, and hip condition again. And then, mm. you end up placing lower. It's like, but at the end of the day, you can't, you can't dictate who stands up on the day. That's all, true. All you can do in bodybuilding is bring the best you ever have. Mm. And I, I, I feel like, you know, I did that. I, I've added muscle and I, I hit probably the best condition. So, I mean, if you can keep progressing, then that's all. You can, you can just never dictate who turns up. It's always going to be someone bad. I see what you mean. I was, um, Jay beat me in the PCA London. What's he, what was he looking like? Because the photos of him looked fucking ridiculous. Yeah, um He didn't look as big as Lewis and the other guy though. He no, didn't look he didn't look as big, he just looked better lined, better structure and just Yeah, he's like, got a very good structure. Um I didn't feel he was as, as good from behind. He had some very like he's got a, a mad side chest shot and very good like front most muscular. Yeah, he's very overpowering from the side. Yeah, yeah. Um but I if I'm brutally honest, I, I actually had Lewis down as winning, even though he came third. Um, I spoke to Lewis. He said his camera's off. <laughs> yeah. Why do you yeah. feel? Why do you feel like Lewis plays third? Because I I agree with you. I had Lewis winning as well. Uh, I, honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've looked back at pictures, um, and you know, I I think it looked wicked to be fair. So I know he said his tan was off and stuff like that, but for me that. I shouldn't make that much of a difference, no, I don't feel. No. You need, we're, not, we're not judges, so you don't know. Live and learn. Make sure you get your tan done at the show instead of getting... <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was second. He sweated all the way there and it came up on his back. <laughs> what did you say, Stephen? Who was second? Who came second? What's his name? I don't know his name. Pierce. I thought, That's it. I thought he was quite lucky. Yeah, I thought he was quite lucky. Like, I know it's not his fault. But uh, I thought he was quite fortunate to get second place because I actually had my I actually had you I actually had you Jay and Lewis top three so I don't know how the fuck he snuck into second place. Yeah, I mean to be fair, like it was before the show, it was, it was always in my head that it would be us top three, and I, and I didn't know mm. because you can never obviously on fucking Instagram it doesn't make a blind bit of difference what you look like no, no, until you stand that until you stand next to each other you don't know so but in my head. 
and what everyone else had said to me was like, you know what, it's probably going to be you three. Um, but just have to see what happens on the day. So I would have been happy with top three, but you know, it is what it is. It's kind of it's it's lit a fire though. I'm not going to lie. So, mm. This this rebound period, that I'm already like you know, busting my fucking ass. <laughs> you're ready to go, yeah. It's for, it's for the yeah. fuel in the fire. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to join the sweaty club where you, you're not going to be worrying about you being tired at work. You're going to be sweaty at work. I mean, fuck, you have to wear a suit and shit when you go to your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you'd be sweating through that show. Fucking hell. What are you doing over there? You'd be like, fucking pissing with sweat, trying to eat oats. Every fucking thing, just yeah, sitting there. Yeah. Fuck off. I'm eating your fucking food. You don't stop eating you. You don't stop eating. Yeah, because I'm trying to get big, mate. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? That's what I get. People see me at work, and I'm like, they're like, you don't stop eating. You're like, yeah, because I'm trying to get big. And it'll be the same people going, oh, he's eating again. He's eating yeah. again. You're like, yeah, because you come here six o'clock every day. That's when I'm eating. You knob. Do you know what? He's eating again. Are you eating again? Like, yeah, you've been out there for fucking two and a half oh, hours. Of course I'm eating again. And he's like that. Are you eating? Onto the microwaves in the fucking canteen. Like, are you eating Mate, again? The, you got a second the best, you got a desk in it. The best line is, the best line is, oh, does that does that really taste nice? Yeah. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that. Well, yeah, the fat and carbs, mate, you can shut up. The best yeah. one is, you know when you said about the cinnamon, so like it's a pre-workout meal where you get the oats... And you've got cinnamon, and I like apple pie way, so it smells like like a fucking apple crumble coming out. Like, well, it, well, anyway, it probably doesn't, but people like the smell. And like, yeah, people are like, oh, that smells nice. That smells nice. Anyway, I come out with it, and they're like, oh, what the fuck's that? <laughs> you're like, you're like yes, yeah. it's ground rice with fucking oh, whey, God. banana. And they're looking at it like, oh, oh, that, that did look nice. It doesn't look nice. It fucking looks yeah. like shit. It's like, like slop, mm, snot, yeah. meat and creamy snot. Like that. Oh, yeah, lovely. Bit of thing. As we're talking about shows, um, what qualifier did you do last year? Uh, none. Didn't do it. So the, the year before, I won Manchester in 2017. But the Fucking finals, hell. But the finals weren't... The finals in 2017 were actually earlier in the year. So that ended up being... A, the Manchester qualifier, even though it was in September, it qualified me for the finals the next year. So I literally had a clean run of oh, the first time I stepped on stage. That's fire. it, because when I went to, when I went to Flowers, I thought I didn't really actually know who was doing it or not, but there's a lot of people who was like, oh, fucking over these and that. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, <laughs> walking about like, but yeah, you see that. And I didn't I didn't get that. But I think that's where in 2017, PCA was still sort of establishing themselves and now they really, really are established, didn't they? As oh, a fucking they're, federation. They're taking over. I mean, this year I did um I did a NABBA show, so I just wanted to see oh, yeah. where I, I did want to see where I stood in the um, men's class. Yeah, so I, competed, I competed with like Josh Kinsey and uh, and that lot, um, and I placed fourth there again. But I was actually quite happy with that placing because the guys were massive. To be fair, and the, what was the NABBA? I think I did see you doing the NABBA show. Yeah. What was, what was the difference between NABBA and PCA? Honestly, NABBA is wank. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, good job you don't want to get a pro cover there. Let's be brutally honest. Like, no, I, right, I watched no, that no, like, let, let, me, let me kind of re- re- retract. Go on. So, what I mean is um, the enjoyment. So when I turned up in NABBA UK, like, it's ran very old school, very serious, bit more UK BFF style. You take your music on like a... You know, a CD. Um, it's at more of like a village hall with like old wallpaper. The the mu- like we don't play music or anything. The the judges are 
there's just no like fun. There's no atmosphere to it. It's not it, PCAs have literally, in my eyes, have completely changed the game. Like, if you went to a NABBA show and that would have been your first show, you wouldn't enjoy competing half as much as you would if it was for PCA. In my eyes, like it was, they've completely just changed the game. Even the way it's round the music, backstage, everything, everything mm. about the show is. It's just more modern. They're just not stuck in stuck in the old days. You know what I mean? Really? Um, but I mean, obviously, NABBA was the first federation that was fully established. So, in that sense, it's, you know. And they're still stuck stuck in the fucking times when they first established themselves. Yeah, and I mean, all you know, all the, all the people that run it and stuff are pretty old. Like eighty. Oldies, mate. They're literally all oldies clinging onto like a trophy. That they they won fifty five years ago, man. They so yeah. Obviously, like I mean, the universe and everything. It's like such a prestigious thing. It's just I'm speaking more from a enjoyment of from a competitor's perspective. Yeah. I I just I just didn't enjoy it. I just thought it was. Do you actually do you think that going going back on what you just said there about the universe being such a prestigious thing? I'm going to be honest with you too on a personal level. I don't see being Mabba Universe as a goal of mine whatsoever. Um, I don't know what you guys feel about that. To me, it's just not a radar. Like I think a lot of people coming up now, it's not. I think the generation before before us, a few generations, it yeah. was a lot more because when they were bringing up in bodybuilding, it was about being an amateur, winning the well, especially when you could only get a pro card being uh, once, with, and you had to go with UK BFF. When I'm speaking to a lot of people, a lot of people say, I mean, I know that NABBA's a lot more popular up north. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's northeast. It, it was like first, first sort of. So time. the thing is, it, when you think about the you had a, you had one one shot at getting a pro card with UK BFF, or do you know what I mean? And NABBA was probably a lot more popular for that reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, that, that that you would you'd go with you'd go with go do the Nava and the Nava universe was sort of the amateur for the amateurs, and then if you've done that, and it's like, well, look, you you're you're good enough to go to try and get a pro card sort of thing. Yeah, I think I you know, think that was like what I failed with, wasn't it? I mean, he, he yeah, was, were established, and then he jumped straight into UK BFF and took the pro card the same year. That's it. All right, that's um, fucking hell. Were you going to say something, Stephen? Is he? Is he even mm. fucking? No, no. You thought you were going to say something. All right, we talked about your job and how it affects your, your training and etc. Um, we touched upon that shit. What? Anyway, so you working with uh, Jamie Joel, aren't you? I am, mate. Yeah. Let I us am. know what's that like. What's that like working with Jamie? That is well. So, I mean, cut long story short, I've never actually been coached until this year. So, I've always been very OCD. I'm, I'm OCD about everything. So, I like being in control. So for me to put my almost my trust in someone else to make all the decisions, it was like a bit of a big thing for me because I question everything. Well, I, I thought I would have questioned everything, but once I actually spoke to Jamie and kind of um, ran through things, I kind of realised he was he was on the same page as me. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it, in prep especially, it took so much pressure off things. Like last year, I remember mentally. Every decision I made, I was second guessing myself. Like, right, I've reduced my carbs this week, but should I really reduce them because my scale weight's coming down? 
like, I've put my car, like, my cardio to an hour now. It's gone from 40 minutes to an hour. But do I, did I need to do that? Like, literally, every, every, everything I did, I, I would question, second guess. But this year, it literally can completely took the mental aspects away from it. It just put, put all my trust in him. I sent him a check-in pictures, and I literally, other than that, I didn't worry about it. Just just went off his feedback. And for me, it was, yeah, worth every penny. Are you doing your off-season with him? Yeah, so I've, I've just, just started, um, well, yeah. I, I spoke to him basically after I came off stage at the finals. Was he there? Uh, yeah, he was there. Oh, nice. Okay. Can't miss him, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> a big... He's a fucking big cunt, mate. Yeah, sitting Fuck on seats. He's he's currently currently sitting at three hundred and thirty pounds, and he's what is he six foot five? So yeah, he's, he's yeah. a big guy, big guy, ridiculous, um, But yeah, no, we 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 spoke in depth to be honest after that, and it was uh, it was really good to be fair. We um, literally both we both agree. The the good thing with working with Jamie is everything that. He has changed. I've almost agreed with, so I haven't had to question anything or ask him why he's doing it. We're yeah, pretty much on the same. There's been a lot of communication with the players. Like, how much communication was there between the pair of you, like, in terms of how much of a personal relationship would you say you've had with him? I mean, in off season, it wasn't so much. It was more like check-ins, a couple of things a week, and mm-hmm. then in prep. Um, I mean, we, we've probably spoke every day, so especially to what probably the last four weeks we spoke like most days, and then we we yeah. kind of, like we got on like pretty well on the first day of the end when we just started talking about you know just shit like fucking cars, like you know just gen, general chat. So it, yeah, just yeah, so, yeah. Um, which was nice to be fair, but um, and, and we also had like a sort of relationship where. Whereby he'd ask me what I think, and then I'd, I'd update my diet, kind of based on how I was feeling, and then I'd send it back to him, and then he'd say, right, you know what, this is good, but I think it could be better by X, Y, Z, and then we'd kind of come to an agreement and compromise, and that kept my, kept my like, head yeah. safe, because I actually mm. felt like I had some regular yeah, input into what was happening. That's part of coaching style as well. Yeah, because I, I feel like if, if someone just sends you a plan and you don't have any input, yeah. it's a bit like, I don't know, I, I just like have, feeling like I've got some level of control over it. Mm. Mm-hmm. What kind of things do you change oh, that, you, you, that you, well, you agreed on? What kind of things do you change? Um, to be honest, it was, it was more when we were coming down in food. He was, he was a, I would have dropped it a lot lower and a lot sooner than he did. But he kept he kept my food a lot higher than I would have, even with stuff like intra carbs. Like I never would keep them in the full way through. Um, yeah, that's I mean, why when you said that, I was quite surprised. Yeah, I mean, I, I was surprised as well. Like they would have been one of the first ones to go, but because of obviously the anti-catabolic benefits, and when especially because I started testing blood glucose and stuff, my blood glucose was dropping like in the two regions, threes at the end of prep. If I wouldn't have had the intra carbs, I would have been fucking on on the arse, hyperglycemic. You mean wasted? Yeah, exactly. I would, I would have I would have been breaking my muscles down. Um, what about your training style? So training style, um, I'm yeah, like a JP style sort of thing. But what, that's, uh, what did Jamie have to say about that? Well, J- Jamie's kind of an he's he's an advocate of it, really. Uh, yeah. 
But the the split I kind of worked off this year was a kind of variation of push pull. So my weak points, my strong points, are my legs and my back, and my weaker points on the arms, chest and delts. So we kind of split push up. So my split run um, rotation one was a standard push pull legs, and then my rotation two we split push up. So it was chest and biceps, legs, shoulders and triceps, and then a full pull session. Mm. Um, which was which was good actually. What was your recovery like? Like as in, do you know how many days did you have to recover? Well, it it, it kind of varied. I, I didn't have a, anything set in stone. So some weeks I'd go for like four on one off, and Fucking then hell. and then some day some weeks I'd do chest and biceps, legs, and then I'd be like, right, I'm I'm fucked. So I'll take a rest day, and then I some... do all those tries back, and then do a rest day. So, so you'd either do four, four on one off or three on one off. Oh no, no, I'd do two on one off. And then two. It kind of varied on how it felt. Just, you know what it is. Like, I, I know instantly when I wake up in the morning how bad I feel from this before. Yeah. I just kind yeah. of instantly know. If you're pretty in tune How did you fucking ask this? How did you find that doing doing that, right? Um, Like while working, right? Because if you were a full time bodybuilding lifestyle or you had a job where you worked from home, let's say, um, or you, the kitchen was available, right? Whatever. You could do that that lifestyle very easy because you could go, right, rest day food or thing. But how did that work? Did you, Were your rest day meals pretty much the same, but pre-workout meal, intra-workout meal and post-workout meal? Was that the only thing that was different? No, no. So, um, I mean, train, training days. So, I was out running through freaking every meal. Training yeah. days, that up the, the first three meals... Sorry, the first two meals were carb-free. Yeah. So, I kind of, mornings was protein and fats. Yeah, pro-fat. Eventually yeah. went to protein and veg. Um, and then meal three, and then pre-workout meal is meal four. Them two had carbs in. Um, then I had carbs intra and carbs directly post, and then my pre-bed meals back to protein and fat. But were they meals completely different on rest days or on yeah, training so, days? So, so rest days, I had no carbs all day until last meal, just one carb meal a day. Okay, but how did you combat that? If you woke up in the morning and went, oh, I feel fucking written off today, but you had planned for your your meals the night before, the, do you know what I'm, see what I'm, see what I'm getting at? Yeah, you had work. No, no, I see what you're getting at. Um, no, so but I, what I... Um, span around... No, so I always prep my, my protein and my veg and I'm like, that's what I prep. And my, my meal three was rice and I just used microwave rice for that. And then my meal four was whey and oats. But if it was a rest day, it'd be whey and just nut butter. So it was, oh, okay. it, it was just completely interchangeable. All right, so it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. So you, you, your protein and fat sources would have been the same. But yeah, or yeah. you would have had carb like high amount of carbohydrates and not as much fat, whatever. Oh, right, so so, carb, so it, like it was very easy. It was very manageable during as uh, to sort of have that life to run that sort of split and have that lifestyle during while having a job. Yeah. Well, while while well, working a job that's totally unrelated to the subject. Yeah, exactly. That kind of way. Well, well, basically, I've got to prep every meal, otherwise. Okay. Because I wasn't at home at any time of the day. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. All right, did you um, did you do anything when during prep? How did you or or, or, or your life, lifestyle? Do you do anything outside of bodybuilding? Um, on top of you, on top of it all, like anything, like what you're into. Well, during prep, like for me, 
I like my, especially during preps, I fucking got this Xbox fucking out, distracts your mind from it all. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't Xbox to be fair, man. Um, let's be honest, in prep, it, I've got to admit, I, I live like a nun, man. I'm, I'm boring. Uh, I literally live and breathe bodybuilding. Um, other than training, eating, dieting, literally, that is it. That you is just it. watch films or something? Um, to be honest, mate. I don't even watch Bed. TV or film. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally get in at nine o'clock. I cook my tea. I have a shower, and then by that time, I, I get into bed. And nine times out of ten, I'll be flicking through my phone, and I wake up at two in the morning, and my phone will be in my face, and my lamp will still be on, and I, I don't even know what fucking day of the week it is. I'm having a fella. Jesus Christ! Right, fucking um, hell! Yeah, I mean, I, that's one thing. I, I definitely don't have the issue sleeping. The amount of times I wake up with my telly still on, and I just, yeah, I just fall asleep, man. I've no idea where Stephen's gone. No idea what's going on here, but anyway, I've just that's mad, though. So you don't literally, you don't do anything else. I mean, for me, I would say that uh, I, I enjoy playing the Xbox and that, but I guess you didn't have time to really, did you? You really don't have time. Yeah, I mean, no, in, in prep, like in off season, you get a lot more balance back. You get. See, it makes more like you get more of your social life. Back, which See, I don't do any of that. I don't have, yeah. I don't have, I, I, even off season, I live, uh, my best mates, my missus, you know what I mean? It's yeah. really gay saying that. I know it is, but it's not gay, but you know what I mean? I'm trying to say, right, like, funny boy thing to say, but <laughs> like, no, and she, you know, we'll, we'll have a laugh, but our thing together, what we do, if we have time, is, well, we'll train together. That's one of the things. Do what you involve with bodybuilding, and it will be, it will be play Xbox or watch watch series and stuff like that. That's what yeah, we like yeah. to do Is together. You live with you, so I live with her. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. So just what I mean. So I'll tell you one thing. I did watch actually Game of Thrones. Yeah, I watched a full like seven or however many seasons. So saying that, it wouldn't have been in prep. It might have been before. But yes, before whenever whenever the battle scene of the last season came out, yeah. I by the time so I watched that one live. That was the first episode I ever watched, and I was like, I need to watch this from the beginning. This is like unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I've never watched anything like it. <laughs> by, by the time the last episode of that season was released, which was like six was it six weeks later? Was it six episodes or something? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. I'd, I'd smashed the the full seven. Seven or eight seasons, or whatever it is. Did you did yeah. you find did you, when you do your morning cardio for an hour? Did you find you watch TV series? Yeah, that, TV series. Yeah, that, that killed a lot of Game of Thrones time. Yeah, I mean that was one of the best things about prep for me. Cause for, for, like, similar to yours, I had to do my I had to do forty five minutes of cardio, and um, I didn't have to do an hour. I had to do forty five, and it was in the morning at four o'clock in the morning before I started my day job at six, yeah. and it was like. I put I put a series on and it was fucking wicked. Did it sitting out? Yeah. It made you actually look like last year. I think what was my my series last year was Power and uh, I and I did most of Power last year. But it it literally made me. I'd open my eyes and I'd be like, you know what? I'd actually don't mind doing cardio. I'm actually looking forward to going there. Yeah, you wake up in the morning thinking, fucking hell, what, yeah, let's get up. Let's get it up. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, the thing is, with that, when you're watching a series like that's coming out new, you get to work and go, have you seen the new this? And they're like, no, it came out today, mate. And you're like, yeah, I've been up since four. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, what? What, what, you did? what are you talking about? Yeah, I've been up since four, don't it? Let's, um, let's move on. Um, fuck, I was going to say. Um, 
shit. Where was I on this? Fucking hell, uh, distracted me fucking self. Um, oh yeah, there you go. This is a good one, right? So, on your when you first started prepping, so when was your first prep? Uh, two thousand and sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. Was uh, it? Yeah, UK BFF Midlands. Yeah, yeah. It How old were you? Uh, I don't know. Eighteen, nineteen. When did, what was that like for you? Where did you, what, where did you go? Oh, man, I didn't even place. So I look like a fucking bag of shit. Like a physique <laughs> boy. Oh, I, I can't even bring myself to look at the pictures. But really? I remember coming off stage and saying, you know what? I'm never competing again. I hate it. Because I was, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't practice posing. I didn't have, a, like, a coach. I had no knowledge about it. I, yeah, it was just almost embarrassing. But I'm, and then... Everyone starts somewhere. Well, have any of your preps, what shocked you the most? As in, um, things that happened to you, etc. Has anything shocked you? Like, as in, like, I didn't expect that to happen. Like, here's an example. So, for me, a lot of people will know this if they listen to the podcast or know me, that I got cold, right? And no one told me that I was going to be fucking frozen. Like, no one told me that I was going to feel the fucking cold. Like that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, there's Spend being cold and then there's feeling cold on prep. And I was I was sleeping in a hoodie. Oh yeah, you spend you spend your off season like sweating. Like I I live in from from the start of my off season till the end. I live in a pair of shorts. I don't even own a pair of joggers. Uh, everyone says to me, other than in work when I wear trousers, they yeah. say I've never seen you in a pair of anything other than a pair of shorts. Unless I'm going out, and I wear obviously wear a pair of jeans. But you know, around the house. Even going to the shops and stuff, I, I live in shorts because I'm constantly boiling hot. Yeah, I'm a fat foot. <laughs> but yeah, in prep, I, I remember like when you do your cardio and stuff, and I'm driving home, I had the heaters on full, my heated seats on the car on full, and I'm just <laughs> freezing. No matter how, yeah, how many layers I've got on. I remember this year at the end of prep, I had my North Face skiing coat on, a hoodie, and a t-shirt, and I was on the stairmaster. And it took me 25 minutes on level 10 before I even took my coat off. I was that cold. <laughs> uh, like, frozen. Yeah, literally frozen cold. Um, but no, I think I think for me, the, the biggest thing in prep is just how lifeless you feel at the end. And like how even your emotions change. The emotion side of things. You become like emotionless to... I suppose it depends how serious you take and how depleted you get yourself, but... Yeah, for me, when when that condition really starts to come, I literally become so single-minded that I shut everything off around me. I literally think about competing twenty, and it's and I don't want to do it. Like I don't want to think like that. But it happens. I think it happens. I think it's just being competitive, though. Part of it's like the amount of work you put in and and the competitive nature of yourself. Just be like. I want to fucking win this, and he just think yeah, I want to win, and 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 it takes it takes over everything. Yeah, and then and then literally the the minute you step off stage, I'm kind of I have a couple of meals, my emotions come back and back to normal. I can like I just become my, my normal self again. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's like someone flicks a switch in my head. Um, yeah. Would you but, would you say that sort of sets in about three four weeks out? Yeah, probably, yeah, something like Creep, that. Creeps up about that time. Did you, what, I was, was going to ask you, um, working and did you take any time off, like holiday? Do you use any holiday um, to week that, 
the week, peak week off or something like that? No, I mean I didn't take peak week off, but um, when I when I start carving up, I usually take that off purely because when I carve up, I my expenditure, I just like lying and doing nothing. I like lying in a carb coma and just literally letting my body soak up the food. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, but that's kind of a I'd kind of enjoy them days where I just kind of literally watch watch some films, catch up with some stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty flexible with work as well. I can work from home when I want, so I, I took more days working at home. Oh, did you? Yeah, so, I mean, work work a good like that. They knew I was competing and stuff, and most years that I have done it, um, they just, they're just they're completely fine with me doing it. So I just work from home for, for the peak week. So you mean, so you'd only have a few of the days off leading up to the show? Yeah, that, that would be kind of the only time. Um, the, the thing is with me, because it's like a desk job, it actually helped with me. Um, I could, I, there's no chance I could do any any sort of manual work life. I was like, you know, working on building sites. Or oh, fuck knows. Yeah, I could do that. There's, there's, not, there's not a chance I could do that. Um, but yeah, because it's like I'm just sat behind the desk and thinking, it actually helps me. Um, like, forget about the hunger. It takes my mind off things. It just gives me a different focus. And I actually find work pretty rewarding in that way because yes. it, it, it just completely for the from eight till five I don't, I don't really think about bodybuilding other than eating my meals yeah which is good yeah. it gives me that mental break i see what you've I, I, I totally agree with that about working like you, your meals is a bit like you're just a robot that'll happen it just happens isn't it yeah you get them in but you do sort of shut off a little bit you don't need to have bodybuilding on your mind to be the best bodybuilder, like 24 hours a day to be the best bodybuilder. If you're getting your meals in, you train as hard as you can. That's all you can do. If, yeah. Just, just thinking bodybuilding 24-7, I actually think it becomes more of a, a detriment than it does a benefit. Yeah, I, I totally, totally agree. Let's let's finish up, finish up towards this. So, Joe, um, what's your take on social media? Um, within, within, do you like, obviously, you're not a massive social media guy. Um, if you do you know what I mean, you know, just on there twenty four seven putting up stories yeah. of like shouting in people's faces like me, um, etc. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But like, what's your take on it? Do you think it's good for bodybuilding? Do you think it's bad as as an amateur, etc. Like, you know, what's your opinion? No, I hundred percent think it's a good thing. Um, I know everyone, everyone's got their own opinions on it and, and all the rest of the shit. But at the end of the day, the network of people that you know and you speak to. A lot, of it, a lot of it stemmed from social media. Like, yeah. the sport wouldn't be as big as it is or where it is today without, without social media. Like, there's, there's, there's not a chance. Yeah. Like, back in the 90s and stuff, you'd, you'd see a picture in a magazine of, like, Dorian, and then a, a year later, you'd turn up Olympia, and, you you know, you'd, you'd see a load of guys that you don't even know who they are, what they look like. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I personally think it's a, it's a great thing. And I think the amount of as well I've actually... People I don't even know, and like when I was at the finals, like the amount of support I had, yeah. Yeah. it was kind of shocking. I, I didn't realize how many. I'm not going to say I haven't got a loads of followers, but I didn't realize I'm the did actually follow. Follow my yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you did. Yeah. I'm you just going to take a piss, you two. Yeah. You two chat. I'm dying for a piss. I've sat and dropped. I've drunk a whole fucking liter of water. Hang on. Go ahead, I can't hold it any longer. Like you, like you probably got surprised yourself. You literally don't understand how many people actually do follow you on a daily basis because you, you don't kind of shut yourself off to it. You kind of want to just do your daily tasks, tick those boxes, 
You don't actually realise who's watching on a daily basis. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, you, exactly. you think, but like, I don't even know how many followers are like. Say if I've got fifteen hundred followers, like in the grand scheme of things, that's fuck all on Instagram. But if you put all them people in a room and realise how many people, if you put a picture on something, is actually seeing it and following it and following your journey, it's actually quite a few. Even though in the scheme of Instagram, it's not. You know, like, but if you've got ten thousand, a lot of people. Yeah. But, um, Jesus Christ. But, but what you were saying about what shocked you <sighs> was the cravings of food, 100%. Cravings of food shocked me how bad they were. What did you crave this, most? This, this is going back to your question. About, about being shocked? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was go on. shocked at how bad I crave stuff. Like I'd, I'd w- literally wake up in the middle of the night starving and start flicking through Instagram. But this so, year? Yeah, that kind of li- links into social media. That is a bad thing. <laughs> when you explore page, it's just fucking food. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the, the funny thing is, did this year, I know if you followed a few people, a few people touched upon about food focus and how bad it is for you, right? But then, like, if you come to terms with, when when you're in prep, right, and you come to terms with, right, I am pretty food focused on by now, but I'm two weeks out. Do you know what I mean? I'm pretty, I, I don't care. Like, and, and, and I think... <laughs> If you, it's like um, you're fighting the urge. You're fighting the urge. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, the thing is, I'd, I'd if never, you accept it, it's not that bad. Yeah, I'd never, never, never cheat on my diet like once. Like, no, just, I, I just I couldn't fucking sleep. Man. Thing like, is, I, I'm just that that OCD. But I literally created a list on my notes of probably a hundred things. You know what I mean? Of foods I wanted to eat, and I, I read them back post show, and I was like, "What the fuck is this list?" Like yeah. half the stuff, I was like. Like one of the things was like mince pies, rice pudding, and jam, and I was like, just just random things and like a subway, and I, 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 I haven't had a subway. Rice pudding rocked in the fucking godsend, bro. Fucking. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Rice. One of the things. Mince pies. Mince pies. What the fuck? Bro, never tried that combo. Stephen, shut up, right? Listen to this. No. No one ever oh, is for, oh, you know what? Imagine that. But the thing is, you know what? I totally fucking agree with you. Just because JP doesn't know what a fucking mince pie is, doesn't mean you can't have it. No, 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 no. I, I don't know. I'm talking about mince pies are good. All right? I'm not yeah, saying mince pies are bad. But mince pies with, 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 with what would he say? Rice pudding and jam. What? That doesn't, yeah, that's right, not a thing, is it? Rice pudding. Bro, listen, yeah, rice pudding and jam is already a combo, yeah, certified combo. Just add peng rice, just add peng mince pies to it. Simple. Yeah, yeah but what basically what I'm getting, <laughs> I had a list of food. Why are you so surprised? <laughs> I've never heard of this combo. This is this. Is, hang on, we're talking about this shit, right? I know the food focus thing we will t- touch up on because it's a big thing within bodybuilding, and yeah. everyone's saying, "Oh, you shouldn't be food focused." Ah, uh, fuck it. If you're two weeks out of your competition. You're a little bit food focused. There's nothing wrong with that. If you've been starving yourself for 20 weeks and you legitimately haven't had a cheat or anything nice, and your taste buds are literally haven't tasted anything, then you are going to become food focused. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Exactly. But the thing is, it's you know that you're willing. You're like, I want to win, and I know that part of my prize of winning would be having my fucking my meal after. Oh yeah. And that would taste so much more better than like. Dipping I your finger in the chocolate. Supermarket shopping. I had to end up getting my uh, my food shopping delivered because I, there's no way in the last couple of weeks I couldn't even walk around the supermarket. Mate. Because I, that is even broke. things that 
I, even I, things I, that I would never crave in my entire life, they started being looking like, at. Yeah, I, I was looking at the most random things that that I wouldn't even look twice at now. It was, it's crazy. Your mind just fucking <laughs> goes just crazy. Random. Yeah. So well, let's go back to this jam fucking rice thing. Like, oh, what yeah, the fuck is it? I've never heard of this. Oh right, okay. I beg you, next time you email, next time you email, check in with JP. Ask him to put rice pudding and jam in your diet, and then get back to me. No, no, no rice pudding and jam. Like this is this. I'm not shocked about that. Rice pudding and jam and a mince pie. Right? It's when you put the combo together. I've never heard of it. Yeah, you need to try this combo. So you've got you okay. So you've got, yeah, you've got mince pie. You got mince pie. You got the textures and the bite and like the juiciness of the mince pie and then you've got the soft creaminess of the jam and the rice pudding it's a fucking naughty combo what, there's only one word to describe it and it is euphoric that is the that I've euphoric. Never heard of it. euphoric i like that one right. what the fuck? Hey, hey listen yeah this is what happens when you fucking right don't know what the fuck the meals are yeah 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 fucking hell jesus guys Anyway, if anyone is dieting, well, they have dieted and they, they're worried about, oh, food focus, because a lot of people are shouldn't be food focused. Fuck it off. Just, you're going to get, like, if you're food focused and at week 12 of your diet and you've been dieting for 12 weeks, <laughs> maybe you should fucking shut the fuck up. But if, you, if you're one week out and you're thinking about having a five guys and dribbling over photos of it, well, you probably are. Cause you, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you, cause you're, you're probably five days away from having a five guys after your competition. Um, moving on. What are your short your short term goals, what, uh, Joe? What are you looking to com- like, accomplish in the next year? Um, I haven't I haven't really got like a, a in, in terms of bodybuilding. It's I haven't got a figure of how much muscle I want to put on, but um, it's going to be reach a new level of muscle strength goals and that sort of thing. So are you on there a, your benchmarks? A, yeah, on a, on a personal level, I mean, I'm on my last year of my degree, so I'm kind of. I've been like sponsored through work to do a degree in quantity and commercialising, so hopefully um, qualifying that and get a first, um, and then yeah, just become a qualified QS, which has been a long time coming because I've, I've kind of been doing the job five years, but and that is money, 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 just to get the uh, the official badge on it, if you like. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, but, Does it mean yeah. once you get that, you could do more working from home? <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah. more. More peak weeks. <laughs> More peak weeks like that. That's wicked. So that's the short term. What about your long term goal? What's your body like bodybuilding wise? I don't, I honestly don't know. People say to me like, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have a couple of years off and then come back to your two pros, try and get a pro card." Because um, I mean, I had a lot of good feedback on like my structure, my shape, and shit. I, I just need to be bigger and fill my frame out. And, um, but I, to be honest, I don't know. I'm. I'm not one of them people that's going to start chasing pro cards and all that shit. I mean, I yeah, do. Yeah, mate. So I just want to. Trust me, bro. You can start coming and like dominating, you know, like nationals and winning national titles, being competitive. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah. And then once you've kind of ticked them boxes, then I think two bros. But I think to jump in, I agree with you. Between you've even you've even started yeah. placing like well, if you're not a British champion in like PCA, then I think you should sack it off. To be honest. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you in the fact that if you're not, yeah, that you, I think that's really realistic. That's, I think a lot of people, I think there's a lot of people on two ends of the spectrum. There's other people like this, but I agree with we're all on this sort of, 
Oh, like, for me, I've, I've got. I'd like to win. Uh, you know, a PCA, the British finals. I would. I'd like to win an overall of a show. That would be wicked. I want one of those crystal trophies. Yeah, that looked quite cool. Yeah, that looked quite cool. That trophy, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's got three of them. The fucking big bastard. If you've got, if you, if you've. I believe you. If you can win a couple of overall shows, or you've won an overall show, you've done the British or placed highly at the British, and like, do you know what you've been quite consistent around that? And then you're at that level of like, do you know what I mean? You've got enough muscular to try and go, like muscularity of going pro. That's the time to try and hit hit that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because right. I mean, some people you know, don't want to fucking name names and that shit. But well, there's quite a few people, quite a few young, young blokes go, jumping into. See, it's getting worse now. Yeah, yeah. it's getting worse now. Just literally going to basically shit shows to try and get lucky, yeah. to get a broker. But like, uh, I, I don't see the point because you, you're, there, you're still five years off having a pro level physique that's going to be competitive. So why don't yeah. you? get a pro card when you've actually got a pro I know what you mean there's I mean for instance Ryan Ryan Crawley is a massive bas- big bloke and he and, and, and he's he's still 20 what 22 and he's yeah. off going to Vietnam to try and get a pro card yeah and it's like, if you're if, you, if you've got to go to that length to win a pro card and if you've got to think about that, who who got a pro card out of England Harry Harris and um, Rob Taylor and look at them look at their physiques and the guys that they're the people who are going pro, then it's time you've got to reassess if you're in that moment. And I watched the geezer who won the PCA Worlds in. Oh, it's ridiculous, yeah. Uh, what's his name, name? Stephen? Who's that? Go on, talk to me. The, the guy from PC, the PCA Worlds. Um, Abu. Is, is, that, is, that, is that how you pronounce his name? Abu. Abu Kuyat. All right. What's his first? Abu. Uh, him. He's jumping around in classic. To try and go pro. I mean, if he really wants to do classic, fair enough to him. But you give that guy a, a, a bit of time and more muscle, the geezer could be a fucking freak of nature. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, chopping, chopping, changing around all these different shows, going to Denmark to try and get yourself a pro card early. I mean, with with today's day and age, you've got so many companies that want to sponsor you, and as soon as you get into that limelight. They want to sponsor you, give you money, give you supplements with the agreement that you're going to make it to that next level. And that obviously pushes smoke up certain people's arses. And they think like they're like 75% there when realistically they don't even know how close they are. They don't even know. Well, imagine, imagine the PCA finals this year if Ryan and that Abu bloke turned up and the juniors. Would have been the fucking that would have been the sort of stacked line I'm going. The juniors would have been more interested in the fucking part than, than the overall. Ryan Carly's got a fucking waist the size of a fucking Ford Fiesta, mate. Well, you're fair enough, but we're not talking about his waist. We're talking about people jumping in, jumping the boat too early. But yeah, that's a food for thought. Um, you know. Anyway, so I mean, I'll, I'll, the next question, the last question, I'd like to end it on is basically your strategy of of your dream, Joe, of uh, getting there. But as you said. You know, you would like to win an overall British, etc. Um, not really set in stone with it, but I mean, it does sort of kills the question, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it kind of does. I mean, because a lot, you know, get a lot of people on here who like who do have these, you know, myself. I want, and the strategy would be work fucking hard for it. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, in terms of like, like my rebound now, like, I'm only like seven pound above stage weight in like two weeks, whereas usually 
people would be like fucking 25, 30, they've been binging. I mean, the, the yeah, it's all water retention. The thing is, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, how, it's how bad you want it. And I think getting beat, I mean, I was back on cardio the fucking the, the morning after the finals and, you know, I was training the next day, um, straight back to reverse diet. Fucking <laughs> carbs around training and a little bit of fats morning and night, you know, like proper yeah. reverse dieting and, Literally, I feel like I'm back on Brett. Like I'm, I'm still starving all the time. I'm regimented. I'm still lean. But if that's what you need for a long off season, then it is what it is. Maybe you just got to suck it up again. My, my best advice would be to give you is keep it as tight as possible during your rebound. I tell you what, because you're off season, you'll be really tight. You'll look really good. Yeah, because I mean that's the thing. Like the longer you can keep that insulin sensitivity, the better. Um, but, at the end of yeah. the day, you can prolong. That rebound period is as long as you want it to be. It can be, it can last a week or it can last six months if you if you're meticulous enough about things. I think because I did saw saw Luke Sando and that they talked about oh, oh just go straight back into a mason like it, you know mason straight back into a surplus like very quickly. But when the thing is with that information they give. You've got to remember these guys are like fucking 275 pounds of yeah, yeah. muscle. So, you know, it's like you watch Rob Taylor banging in fucking shit all the time and he's still got fucking massive abdominals going out because he's just got so much muscle. And you've got to remember, if you are if you stepped on stage, what uh, what way would you weigh on stage, Joe? Give give us a figure. Uh, 180. 180, what's that in kilos? Oh, any 180 pounds, doesn't matter. And you're at 100, so you, you know, you're you're nearly near enough 100 pounds lighter than these blokes, so you're gonna have to do it the proper way. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? I think like the, the level of glycogen as well, they've got like they can they can afford to put away a thousand grams of carbs a day and probably actually use it as glycogen. Yeah, that's I what I mean. I, I but they burn through it as well. Yeah, that's, that's you got to think expend, expenditure. Give put a hundred pounds of weight on your back and walk around for a little bit and see how it feels. Yeah, your oh, body. Man. And if that's all muscle and blood's thrown through it, your body is gonna burn through it fucking pretty quickly. Pretty quick, so you yeah. can afford to do that. So I think that's something that if we if you did get this far, maybe we'll get you know get get you back on and we can talk just utter shite um, and, and and stuff about this because we've um, waffled a little bit here as well. Yeah. But yeah, stuff like this because we keep hitting these new moments. But um, Stephen, is there anything else you want to ask, Joe? Any funny questions? No. That's it. We did we did get Stephen on here last minute because um, he longed it out. I had him at the, the finals. It's been nice having to know. Yeah, because the thing is, though, I had a little quick chat with you, but I didn't want to bombard you after because obviously you weren't you weren't that pleased at the time, and I didn't want to bombard you with all the questions that I've now asked you today. But yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been nice to, like, to get away out of you, so it's all good. Yeah, because I mean, that, I mean, that's the thing. Like, placings are what they are. And when it, it, it originally, when you come off stage straight away, you can be a little bit pissed off. But the worst thing you can do in my mm-hmm. is start moaning about placing because you're just like a dick. Like, yeah. if you start hanging your head in shame and saying, "Oh, I was better than him in this shot," and "Oh, it should have gone my way," like, that's it. Like, the decision's made. You just make yourself like an idiot. To, to be honest, yeah. when, I did, when I come off the British. Uh, I think I was probably probably a deep in a deep into fucking Stephen's brownies <laughs> before I could even think about where I placed. I knew I placed, and I was like, "Right, I placed," and I was fucking knee deep in fucking brownies <laughs> as soon as I stepped on stage. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 got a goodie bag with a lot of shit in it. <laughs> fucking eating. <laughs> yeah, at least you got that goodie bag, bro. I was it? Second. 
Come on, you can. Yeah, they're sitting in an empty bag by the time fucking Steve got to it. <laughs> it, was, it was gone. And a fucking, I got a bunch of protein bars from the British as well. <laughs> I fucking was bagging all these crispy protein. Anyway, it's been great having you on, mate. We shared a few laughs and um, we'll definitely get you on another one. And um, yeah, so well, thank you for coming on, buddy. No problem, brother. Anytime. All righty. Until Bye, the next one. Guys. It's good time. It's meal time now. <laughs> See you in a bit. See you in a bit.